0: It's your boy Edgy and it's another weekly rap work. Uh a lot I guess in the Raptors world has happened since the last episode. Uh I don't know what are your what are your thoughts on this Yakum trade?
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know what? Honestly, I like, after watching the Tribune, I felt bad. Before, I was like, you know what? Like, good, red, and this and that. And then when I heard him say like he wanted, he thought he was going to be a Raptor forever, and, like it sounded like he genuinely meant it. I was like, oh, kind of felt bad a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but um, but that bias being said, I'm like, I think we got disrespected. still. So. I don't know. I think we got disrespected. And us getting three first-rounders, lottery pick, keyword lottery. You don't know if it's going to be, like, the next, like, LaMelo Ball or the next, like, freaking Devin Booker that we pick up, or it could be, like,
1: the next Kwame Brown. So
0: it's kind of disrespectful. I don't know. It's just me being me, but... The only player we got in return was Bruce Brown, which is even crazier to me. And I was like, "Okay, all this time, all this time," and you know, you'd expect a different result from that trade. But you know. I, I don't, I don't know what people were expecting. Like me personally, I wanted, I knew the pickings were slim. Like, um, I think last week I voiced that I wanted Deontay Murray and, um. Yeah, Capella in a package, but I only said that because the numbers work and Deontay Murray is available, like he's people want him, but it, it just didn't look like the Raptors were going in that direction. Uh, Clint Capella was just a pipe dream, <laughs> but um, I expected us to get at least a backup center and outside of like we ended up waving Christian Coloco, which just seemed like we were working backwards until I saw that um, he um. But was it Shams reported that he's suffering from blood clots?
1: Who is? Who is?
0: Um, Christian Coloco.
1: Uh I didn't hear about that.
0: Yeah, no, Shams reported on that. And um it like it explains like um the absence the entire season. So like I'm hope like just before I even continue, I just hope everything is good with Christian Coloco. I hope he has a speedy recovery, I hope whatever's plaguing him, you know, like like, stops plaguing him, like, you know what I mean? I don't know how else to say that, but, like, you know, God bless him. I really had high hopes for him. I still do. I still hope, like, he makes it back into the NBA and shit like that. But, like, everything that I saw from him in the first two seasons was just fucking beautiful. Just as, like, a starting off point. It just reminded me a lot of Jonas Valanciunas. But, like, his athletic ability, his length, everything is just bigger. And he if he gets bigger, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just saw the potential in that. I'm sure that's what the Raptors are into too. But going back to the trade, I'm only speaking on Christian because he got waived, right? But going back to the trade, like we got three first-round picks, two for the upcoming draft. I think one in 2026. I think that one's from Detroit, so that might be some good money on that one. And the players that we got in, to be honest, like I don't know if um. It was, it was uh, P- Pascal Siakam's trade value and the, the, the comments that he made prior to uh, getting traded that drove his value down. Like, the reason mm. why we got the haul for OG Ananobi is OG wasn't really saying much. And mm. on top of that, his value is incredibly high because what he, what he does on the floor, like, he's not going to take away from another star. And on top of that, he's going to play defense and probably give you, like, 15 to 20 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he does his he does job and he does it well. Pascal Siakam, he does them in the ball more. Um, he's only averaging like 20, 21 points right now, but he's obviously capable of way more than that. But it's also that he told everybody, "I'm I don't want to sign with anybody but the Raptors." So I'm assuming the Pacers got him because he was willing to resign with them. Yeah. Who the fuck do the Pacers have to offer?
1: Uh, it's not, uh,
0: you know, like we're not in a we're not in a position to leverage. It's a team that Pascal Siakam wants to go to. Uh, like obviously, he wants to resign with the Raptors. The Raptors don't want to keep Pascal because it's just they they they. I'm so glad they finally made the decision to build around Scotty Barnes. But you know, sometimes like if everybody doesn't participate in the right way for the Raptors, like you know what I mean, it just won't end up well for the Raptors. But if you look at the overall picture for OGN and OG Pascal, Siakam, so yeah, we got RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh, was uh. Bruce uh, Bruce Brown I don't know why I, say, I want to say Bruce Bowen or Bobby <laughs> Brown like I just I keep fucking that up and the two other guys from the Pelicans one of them from the Pelicans the other guys from Indiana as well um I just I don't think they're long-term players for the Raptors I think we might see another trade where they might retrade um um Brown That, that wouldn't does. be surprising yeah, I heard LA was, like, uh, trying to go for him heavy. So there could be something there. I just don't know. Like, I just want us to grab another center. Like, we can actually, like, salvage the season and make it within, like, the 6th to 10th spot if we just fix a 1-2 on the roster. Because so far, like, on paper, we're actually all right. Just we're small as fuck. Like, we don't have, like, length. We don't have size right now. Like, we traded a lot of our, not saying depth, but talent. Like you know what I mean, but for the sake of the future, right? And a lot of the pieces that we got don't help us right now because they're not even players yet. It's it's the draft picks, like you know what I mean. So a lot of sacrifice and like, like hopeful thinking. Like they really have to get lucky on a draft pick, and like apparently the next doesn't going to be as good. Like very rarely do like. I don't know. Like throughout the years and shit like that, a lot of the best players come like later or mid draft. It's like it's it's your scouting team. Like if you're if if they do a good job, you can always draft well. You know what I mean? Like the Raptors haven't really like we drafted Pascal Siakam under Masayu jury, We drafted Christian Coloco. We drafted Scottie Barnes. We drafted uh Grady Dick. Hopefully that turns out to be something. Like we get cup picks. Like. If 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 they don't, if they haven't shown up anything, at least the potential is there for them to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I trust the Raptors. Like, if you are going after draft picks, I feel like the Indiana Pacers, they're, like, not the best team to get them from. But a couple of them are from different teams or whatever from well, that we got from them and shit like that. So, like, this could... You never know what this trade could pan out to be. Like, we don't know who, what players are going to end up being what. Like, they could be bums. They could be amazing. We don't know twenty twenty six is are probably a good like a good chance of getting something nice too, so you know i am not I'm not tripping i just I'm not looking for another star anymore like I'm not looking for another superstar right now we have a lot of cap space uh this coming off season I think it was like thirty two million Jesus. so we move some pieces around we can get a big name, but like it's just i don't. Right now, we could use that to get, like... If we don't have draft centers, we can go pick them up in free agency because we have the space. Mm-hmm. Right? So, this season might be a little... It might be a botch, like, you know what I mean? But I think going forward in the future, like, Bobby Webster has... <laughs> like, I'm sure he was handcuffed uh, by Masai <laughs> jury, jury when it came to Pascal Siakam for, like, the last year and a half of making a deal and shit like that. But, um... It finally got done, and we actually got something out of it as opposed to nothing, which almost could have been the case. It's just hilarious that it happened, like, a couple days after, like, we went on that little rant about that last week, but I don't know. It's really rebuilding stage right now. It's a heavy rebuilding stage, and hopefully the next draft, couple of drafts, we can get, like, one star, you know? And then... (laughs) It's if we get a star i want us to get like a victor romana slash like chet homegrown type of star like a big like- they're not even anything yet. like that's the thing about like when we talk about these rookies and shit like that i like like the the okay like the thunder have been doing great since last year i don't know like chet homegrown like yeah he's nice like you know what i mean but like when you say star and this and that I think these are just players we've never seen before. So, like, guarding them is going to take a couple of seasons to figure out. It's that's, yeah, yeah, that's no. like the longevity of some of these players that I'm like, I don't really believe in. I would say Victor Romagnana is going to be a star. In my eyes, he's already playing like one. But um, it's just his team's not resulting in W's. But nonetheless, he's still, still playing like a star for first year. So, I mean, he's like a Yao Ming. Like, it's just an anomaly where, like, <laughs> But he can shoot, though. Yao Ming couldn't really shoot like that, like that. Yao Ming actually had a touch around the rim. Like, that's why I'm like... I'm not saying, like, he was a gunner or this or that, yada, yada. But guarding him was close to impossible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Like, at least with Victor when like, we can't really, like, question his skill level. Like, he's very skilled with the ball. Like, he can shoot. He can, like, you know what I mean? Drive through the lane with absolute ease. But to, like, do that from, like, the three... Being that big and being able to do that when guards can like easily strip the ball off of you from their level, yeah, like, like there's, it's, it's tough. Like what he's doing is incredibly like insane when you think about it because not a lot of other. It's like seven five, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I get it, but like to me, he's an anomaly more than like anything else because if this nigga was like six 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 seven, like he'd be nothing, right? So That's I'm just true. like, I don't like, I don't look at him crazy. I don't look at him like he's um. Like, this, he's going to be a superstar. I think what Giannis was... I think what Giannis is is not what, gonna, what, what this nigga's going to be. Okay. You know what I mean? I hear a lot of people already trying to compare them, and I'm just like, that's not fair to these players, because, like, I, want, I, would, rather, I would rather it sneak up on me. You know what I mean? Like, Giannis on the Kumpo, like, he snuck up on me. It was like when Jason Kidd started running him at the point when I started looking at him like, yo, this guy's going to be insane if he's, like, if he's actually doing this for real, for real. Like, he's running the point guard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when that happened, I was Good. like, that's weird. But it's actually fucking working. You know what I mean? And he's actually pulling it off. Like, that's when things got scary when it came to Giannis and shit like that. But, like, I like when you just don't assume anything about a player and then they slowly just start proving their skill level to you over time and shit like that. Victor Wambinana got thrown in our fucking faces from the I get-go. Know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, this guy's gonna be the next big thing. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas are salivating over this nigga and i'm just like bro like i don't watch those fucking european games like the skill level and competition is not the same as the nba like you're gassing this nigga he's mad young like he hasn't had a chance you look at the spurs record i'm like niggas are still raving about these niggas these niggas suck i know i know you know what i mean it's like the the spurs suck right now and it's not like they have a bad coach You know what I mean? Their GM is like first, like, you know, like their, their management is like first class when it comes to, like, if you look at what their, their back their, their history and shit like that and their background, you can question it. Like they drafted this nigga as well, but the the team is not winning. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of stars who are stars, but don't contribute to their teams. Like, you know, winning, like uh, winning anything. But then you see other stars who like the minute they get there, they win. They start winning. Things start turning around and shit like that. So there's like impactful stars and there's just stars for novelty to me, I think v- Victor Wembignana is like a novelty star where it's just like oh this is this is sick, this is crazy, but it all it's just crazy for him, not for the team unfortunately, yeah, you know what I mean maybe that'll change maybe I'll be wrong like you know what I mean but so far like I wasn't like excited when I like, you know what I mean when I saw him I just thought it was like whoa this is this is new like I've never seen this but I don't know if this is going to result into wins. His defense, his team is really bad. Like, really, really bad. Yeah, but, like, we've seen stars with shit teams, and they can at least drag them to the eighth spot. Drag, like, you know, especially with the NBA now, when you, like, you just got to be in the tenth spot to get into the play-in. Yeah, but in, being in your first season, doing all that is, is a lot. I and mean, it's a lot of responsibility. You say that. that, but we've seen stars do that. In their first well, year like no, here's the thing like when you are talked about in the way that he was talked about people were comparing this nigga to lebron we haven't seen him before, like this is lebron like you know what i mean like I they said the same thing the, thing the thing about zion little has to happen because of injuries so like with zion like i'll give the exception because like we really didn't get a chance to see what the fuck he's really capable of like yeah. right off the bat yeah. but um with victor one and in, like injuries and health is not really that much of a concern with him But, like, with, like, a lot of these stars, they they almost got their teams in the playoffs or they did. Like, a lot of the stars that we used to watch, like, the Carmellos, the fucking LeBrons, the D-Ways, like, all of these guys, they were either right there or they got in. Uh, So, we're going to compare this nigga to, uh, like, you know, like, like, the stars that we're trying to, like, you know what I mean? Like, um that we're used to, that we know and shit like that. This nigga's not on that level yet. I don't even think, like, to compare him to that, I think being excited about what he's, like, what he looks like, what he's capable of, like, his length, body, this and that, yada, yada, fine. That's cool. We we I, we literally have never seen a guy like this. Yeah. Well, when it comes to, like, skill level and, like, comparing him to those guys, it's like, no, bro, like, that's not, that's not even fair to him. Mm. Let him prove that to, one, us, and, two, to himself. <laughs> You start dumping yeah. niggas early and shit like that. We're, like, not, like they have to one prove your expectation, which is unreal. Like, it's unrealistic for like at that point in time. Like, if Victor Wambiana came in here with no hype, number one draft pick, this and that, yada yada. I don't even be talking like this. There is no expectation outside of him just developing and being the the you know what a number one pick should be. We've seen number one picks. We've had number one picks as the Raptors, Andrea Barnyani. We've seen, like, what was it, like, uh, Anthony Bennett, not for us, but, like, you know, we've seen these number one guys not be number one guys. So yeah. just because you're drafting number one don't mean shit. Yeah. Nowadays, the meaning is, like, shit. Back in the day, it actually used to, the, I'm not going to lie, I meant one, too, because they would draft, like, some crazy-ass people in the first round, yeah. and they'd actually last, like, four or five years. But nowadays, it's, like, it's sketch. And, like, him and Chet are neck and neck, and Chet, Chet was drafted last year and shit like that. And I think if the draft, like, if he, if Chet played last year, I don't know if he would win. Over my boy Paolo Bancurl? Yeah. You think so? I said I don't think he would win. His competition would have been Paolo Bancurl. I know. And I'm saying I don't think he would have won. Yes. You know what I mean? That's, that's my point. Like, it's, I just, I don't think he's of that. Like, this draft class was one week from what we've seen. Not a lot of these guys have, like, done a lot yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's not saying a lot. But I'm just saying, like, last year the year before that. I think they have a one-two potential, like, Scoot Henderson. I think he has potential. Man, Scoot – like, bro, I don't even want to talk about Scoot. I'm not even going to lie. I have nothing against them. Like, bro, it's mad early. It's just sometimes like placements in the draft. Like, I don't pay attention to college like that. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I just look at placements. I'm like, oh, teams are looking at you like, this guy? Yeah. Oh, let's see this guy play. And then this guy plays like, you know what I mean? And then you're like, what do you. I don't even know how to look at the nigga. (laughs) But that is that sometimes it's just like, yo, just let the draft speak for itself. Stop hyping these niggas up. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not good for like, if, if the whole point is entertainment, this and that, yada, yada, you're, 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 You're damaging the product. Yeah, you're not making it toxic. Yeah, like it's just like okay, now that like we just don't, and we could have just seen this guy develop and like become what you guys are saying that like oh, this is what he's gonna be. It's like cool. Your projections and shit like that to the draft have always been there. It's not an issue. The issue is when you start dubbing these niggas like they're superstars and shit. None of them have done Mm -hmm. shit in NBA yet. The only, honestly, the only people they've gotten that right with is Kobe Bryant, probably. I don't know if they were hyping him up like that, but he made it through college. KG, um, LeBron. I'm trying to think of guys who are just like I LeBron is like the only one in my head. There's just like yo, the 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 hype was un like unreal at the time. And they were already calling this guy the chosen one, this and that, yada yada. And he's he's still going strong.
1: Yeah. What about um Shaq? I, I wasn't
0: um, conscious at that time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was like. But um I do remember like the late '90s and shit like that. You know what I mean? I just mid like oh, Shaq in Orlando. I don't remember at all. I just I, I remember hiding, Shaq in LA. Huh? I know they're hyping. I know they're hyping in Orlando, saying like, "Yo, he's gonna be like a big thing." People were on him, that was when he was young, young. Yeah, I just I don't. Let me. When was Shaq drafted? You know, Shaq was drafted in 92. He was drafted a year before we were born. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I wasn't conscious or even, like, fucking existing. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I I don't know what that was like. I could imagine, though. Like, Shaq was a big body. He was decent, He looked athletic as fuck from the pictures and the videos and shit like that. Like, I couldn't imagine people thinking otherwise. And if they thought, like, they were, they were right. Because, like, Shaq was a fucking monster for, like, a decade and some change. So, it's, there's, they've only been right a few times. That's true. They've been wrong way more than they've been right. So, like, when I see Victor Wambinana, it's not his fault that I'm saying any of these things. It's the media. Like, let the nigga prove it. It's like, shut the fuck up. Because it just makes me, like, it makes me, when I see him, I'm just way more critical than I need to be. And as, like, an average fan and shit like that, when you see this nigga, it's like, oh, shit, this nigga, you see the score, like, with his stat lines, this and that's oh, shit. But then you see the score and the fact that they're not winning, you can say as much as you want, like, oh, the team isn't this, the team isn't that. If you're that guy, you drag these niggas up the fucking mud. Like, you, like, I don't know what else you want. Like, how long is it going to take for you to develop this team, this and that, yada, yada, blah, 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 like the year before they drafted this nigga because they played so bad it looked like they fucking tanked on purpose. This year, you have this guy who's supposed to be like, you know, the guy to drag you, like, you know, to save your fucking franchise, and same result as last year. So either you're tanking again, or like, this nigga really isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like, he's got to figure out how to make his team win. And if he can't do that in San Antonio, I would suggest as early as possible, if he is what everybody is saying, get the fuck out. <laughs> Like, I, I also don't like when franchises, like, you know, just take years away from niggas. Like, you know what I mean? So, I like, you know what I mean? Just do whatever the fuck you got to do to prove who the fuck you are. Even if that means leaving, like, Coach Popovich and this and that, yada, yada. I think it's way too early for that. But he can't have another season like this. Like, I don't want him to have
1: another season like this. Yeah. Still
0: young, so... Yeah, he has that time to make those decisions, whether he wants to stay after a couple of years or
1: pull the KD and just go to like a super team.
0: it's not working so well for KD right now. So, uh, I mean, they're making the playoffs, so well they're slowly figuring some things out. They're in eighth place in the West. Like it's yeah, sure they're figuring things out, but that's not where you want to be if you have that roster. So yeah, that's that's true, that's true. As long as they can sneak it into the playoffs, that's that's gonna be the team to beat them and Coopers. And number Yeah, like the oh just to further my point, the Spurs are eight and thirty four
1: from earlier. But um it's yeah. yeah,
0: the only team worse than them is Washington and Detroit. Even Scarlett has a better record. Scarlett is
1: 9 and 31. That's just because Lamello came back, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm just, listen, I'm just saying, man, like, what well, <laughs> this are this is insane. Like, a John Morantless Memphis Grizzlies is doing better than the Spurs. Like, it's just, I oh. see this. Sh- no, I just be looking at it, and I'm like, w- something doesn't make sense here. It's either the media didn't get it right, like the team sure can be asked, but eight wins ass? That's kind of <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, but in in his defense, Me- uh, Memphis does have better players. You have Jared, you have Jared Jackson. Oh, of course, have, of, course of course, of course. You have so Mar- was... you have, have Desmond Bean. They don't. I'm have the same Teams, like Those are considered big names in San Antonio, in my opinion. <laughs> like, they don't have a Desmond Bean on the team. Nowhere near a Desmond Bean. They don't have nowhere near a Jared Jackson outside of one Juan Um, They don't have no nah, good no defender work. like Marcus Smart, <laughs> even though he is injured right now. They like, have a couple more players to at least like, get those dubs. Like, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Trey Jones. Like, no, nah. Jeremy Sohan or Sohan or whatever. Like, come on. Like, those guys aren't bums. Like, Vassal was a pretty good player. For That's okay. Vassal's decent. He's decent. I'll give him that. Keldon Johnson, he's okay. Trey, uh, John, Trey Jones was a good backup for a bit. Like, I feel like y'all hype Desmond Bain because Desmond Bane isn't, like, crazy like that. I think he's just, like... <laughs> Desmond Bain, like I, I don't know how many times I have to like say this on this fucking show, but like you're playing good on a bad roster doesn't mean anything. Like Desmond Bain is getting the bulk of the touches. Like I think he runs the point, so like you're going to have the ball the entire position. Like if you want to, the entire fucking possession. So, you yeah, will get yeah. your own on top of, like, getting everybody else their fucking looks and shit like that. So, like, with Desmond Bain, like, the numbers are inflated. Like, a lot of these players, man, like, you you drag them and put them on a fucking contender and they will not fucking contribute. I'm not saying this about Desmond Bain, but I'm just saying a lot of players with these, like, inflated numbers that are crazy high, this and that, yada, yada. I think a lot of people are going to get a rude awakening with Pascal Siakou. I fucking, I like him. But, like, it's... You're saying a rude awakening? He will help you if you have a yeah. superstar, bro. Like Pascal Siakam is a great like two three two like a superstar, mm. like just a regular star and shit like that, bro. Like it's just gonna take away from him. Mm. Like that's why I was surprised he didn't go to a fucking contender. Like he was like willing to sign with the Indiana Pacers. I'm just like for the sake of yourself, like you should you should ask to be on a team with like a like you know what I mean like so, a name that you can't replace. This is he's he's what he's I think thirty now or twenty nine. So the next teams that he's going to be on is going to be the teams that he's going to, like, stay for a while. Like, one of those four-year, three-year, at least minimum contracts. So, like, this is the time where you're in your prime. You better choose it friggin' wisely. I don't think he did. Like, <laughs> I, like he went to a team with even, like, worse defense than us, to be honest. Like, yeah, like the offense He does have good offense, though. No, their offense is the best. But, um, yeah, their defense... It's nothing to write home about. So it's, I don't know, this could be like a one-off season because of just like how good the Pacers are actually playing offensively this season. Like, he's like, okay, I can see these guys. But also, like, signing him, like, trading for him, there must have been some sort of indication that he was signed long-term. So that I don't understand. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know, there's a lot of players like this in the league and shit like that where they're on these teams that you know aren't going anywhere. But the, if you look yeah. at the numbers, like, oh, you throw this guy with this guy, like, this is gonna be a mix. It's like, no, 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 no. He's playing with it. He has no pressure. <laughs> this nigga's playing under no pressure. Nobody's expecting anything from their team. Nobody's expecting anything from him. That is why his numbers are this good. You know what I mean? Is it contribute? Like, if his if his numbers are contributing to wins, that's why I was getting angry with the Raptors and shit like that. Because like I would see. I would see guys like Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam have these crazy ass numbers, right? But everybody else would be like drowned out, or like it would be Pascal mm. having these crazy ass numbers, and everybody else would be like at like 15, 10, this and that, yada yada. The ball wasn't moving, and this is I'm talking about the season when Fred VanVleet and Pascal were playing with each other. You would oh, see these two yeah. niggas. You would see these two niggas like getting everything, but no, it's, the ball is not fucking moving. You know what I mean? So like Scotty would have like maybe a 30 point game. Every fucking few weeks, or like a twenty, twenty-something point game every fucking few weeks, because like these niggas are just, you know, what I mean, like they're just ball, like they're so ball dominant. It's not even their fucking fault. It's just the only way they can get their offense off. So like, what the fuck are you gonna do? You trade away Fred VanVleet. What happens? Scotty's numbers go up. Not trade away. Sorry, Fred leaves. Scotty's numbers go up. Go up. Uh, Pascal leaves. I think, what was it, two games later, this guy has, like, 31 fucking points. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, you got to choose your guy and choose your guy wisely. Because you're going to have these other niggas who just give you nothing-ass numbers. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, the next step for, like, uh, Scotty and these guys is, like, one, Yakim Porter has to come back because we just need some help in the fucking interior. We can beat a lot of the fucking teams that we're playing. It's just we have no help on the front court. That's oh, not the yeah. player's fault. You can't, you can't, you can't grow like to seven three. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just impossible. So it's just like you need the you need management to step the fuck up and get that shit done. Because like, yeah, cool, you traded for uh pa, you traded Pascal Siakam. Great, we got that fucking done. But the the one the one biggest hole that we needed was a fucking center, and you got three guards flash up like a forward. <laughs> Unless you're flipping one of these niggas into something big. Like, yo, what are we doing right now? Like, look, I, I understand we're not going to get anything for Pascal. We weren't going to get any, anything significant for Pascal and shit like that. But we still needed to fill some holes, and that still hasn't been done yet. And when is the trade deadline? Answer the question. I'm
1: yeah, I'm
0: looking for it, but it's not giving me a date. Um, trade deadline 3 p.m. What February? The fuck? And also before the All Star break. I was going to say that after the All Star break. No, that's it has to, to be before. February 8th at 3 p.m.
1: So that's coming up just now. So we have we have like two weeks and some change to get some shit done. no
0: I think we can. I think Dante was a, a good pickup to, you know what I mean, to minimize the bleeding. But it doesn't really – That would be a good pickup, but we still do need a big. Yeah, like we need a a legitimate like 7-footer, 6'11 guy. I'm going to say 6'11 minimum. 6'11 minimum. Yeah. I got a little body to him. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care if he's just out there to like, you know what I mean, just play defense. Like, you need somebody. You need somebody in the fucking interior right now. Uh, even if we had like a frigging... i probably piss you off, but even if we had um a Rudy bear like type person, I'd be I'd be cool. Honestly, beggars can't be choosers, fam. Like I'm not even mad. Like it's you wouldn't, you wouldn't be choosers? I wouldn't be mad. We just mm. need somebody, fam. Like it's just yo, it looks like <laughs> like a giant hole in the middle of the floor, bro. Every time we look there. But I'm not mm. sure. Really. Yeah, you right, Vegas can't be true there
1: still.
0: So. Yeah, like when he was available, him and Devon, uh, Donovan, I do not say Devontae Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, uh, when they were both available, I wanted both. I didn't care which one we got. I just wanted one of them. And we got that's neither. A, that's a crazy dream to have still. Not, <laughs> even I know, don't know yeah. i because even I am just, listen, like Cleveland got him for like calling sex. I know. <laughs> you know how mad I was? I was just like, bro, you know how many fucking niggas we got on our team? We couldn't make a good package for this guy? Holy crap, bro! I just sometimes I see what we miss, and it's just like, yo, like I'll give them slack for like this year, but there's some moments where I can't fucking forgive. Like I can't forgive that shit. We don't have Donovan Mitchell on our team because of fucking pride, bro. Like it's just it's fucking insane. Because you know who we have right now? I don't. I don't even give a fuck. Cause I don't like I just what's his name? Um, Bruce Brown. Junior, (laughs) the junior, (laughs) Donovan Mitchell or Bruce? Uh, Who do you want on your fucking team? I'm just—it's just insane. Because uh, like, if if we offered them up Pascal Siakam, who do you think we're getting? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just—it was a no fucking brainer. Like you didn't even have to fucking think twice about that shit. But uh, you know, he's in Cleveland. Like he threw a, a call it fucking sexton. That's actually insane. Bro. That's actually insane. It hurts it hurts to think about because imagine like the team that we had at that time, if you just add Donovan Mitchell, all we needed was Biggs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All we needed was Biggs.
1: Yeah. Instead or of getting a- some
0: fucking damage, bro. Yeah, instead of getting a guy that averages twenty-eight point eight 20.4 20, 20. points a game.
1: Oh, my God.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's crazy to think about. Just because, like, imagine, like, it would have been, like, Fred VanVleet, Donovan Mitchell, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes. Holy! You know what I mean? Like, and then just, like, add center here. Like, you know what I mean? And you would have been good. And I think if that happened first season, first season off rip, definitely going to playoffs. At least slashing to like second second round conference. If they go to like a hard team that's like just stacked, then we might have to take it force it to seven. And even still I feel like we could, but like easily a like a quick playoff run right there. You know how you know how mad I am I don't have a Donovan Mitchell Raptors (laughs) razor? This go to got that framed, autographed framed. Oh my gosh. Like I, the nigga's name is Spider. I was like, I'm I'm a huge you know what I mean? Like Spider Man shit, all that shit was coming out. I'm like, yo, bro, marketing, all of these different things. It just it, it could have been the perfect story for Toronto. <laughs> could have been the perfect shit. And just uh, Masai Ujiri's, like love for African players. Listen, I'm African I'm East African, like don't don't think I don't have pride for Africans and shit like that. But when it comes to basketball, fam, I could give a fuck where you're from. I'm being straight up. I could give a fuck where you from, bro. If you could put that ball through the hoop, my nigga, I fuck with you. If you could, if you could stop niggas from put, uh, putting the ball through our hoop, I fuck with you even heavier, bro. Like it's just it's simple and fucking plain. I'm a, bro. Like if you're good for the rap, like if Grady Dick ends up being sick for the Raptors, I'm riding out for Grady Dick. Pause. <laughs> oh, that sounded so good. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to edit that out. That was wild
1: oh um. <laughs> well you get my point you get my point i'll just I was just <laughs> saying
0: <it>. yeah oh, <laughs> I'm just saying like it's yeah it, like i i could give. i like, i don't see color when i like when I watch ball that's suppose. <laughs> I just know what color is out there. Predominantly, I'm just saying, like, I don't see it when it comes to who I'm cheering for and shit like that. That's all. I just, I don't know. You can't have, you can't have, like... You know, like, here's the thing. Masai didn't give a fuck when he traded DeMar DeRozan about Raptors fans for Kawhi Leonard, right? Regardless of the championship or not, like, we'll just excuse, like, we'll just remove that from the conversation because, yeah, we did win. But I had no doubt in my mind that we were going to win anyway. Not that, maybe not that year, but the year after. The year after mm-hmm. that. Like, nobody could have predicted the fucking pandemic and shit like that. But, like, we had, the, we had a solid roster. The only nigga who was beating us was LeBron. Yeah. And guess who didn't make the finals that year? LeBron. <laughs> and guess who the fuck was out? KD, Clay Thompson. Dr- like, you know what I mean? Like, all these, bro. Th- it was perfect. Yeah. It's like somebody wrote the script, but changed the main actor. Like, it's a, it was a whole on switch. We were, we were getting <laughs> there <into laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when Kawhi wasn't playing, we had a winning record. Like, you know what Like, a dominating winning record at that. Our team was nice. People forget that shit. You know what I mean? And I think DeMar, like, listen, we don't if, – if we were in the same situation with DeMar DeRozan and, like, you know, that shot that Kawhi hit, I don't think DeMar would have hit that shit. But I also don't think we would have went seven games with them niggas. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like it's it's like it's just how I it, the way the Raptors were like the camaraderie, like the the chemistry, all of that shit. It was just the, it was perfect. And then we traded Demar for Kawhi, and here's the thing: Masai made the right decision. We won, right? Why the fuck when it's your guy? Because Demar derozan was Toronto's guy. You know what I mean? Like we loved Demar Derozan. He wrote out for us. We wrote out for him. It was a mutual exchange. Like you know what I mean? Mutual love and shit like that. Pascal Siakam was Messiah's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga did not have the heart to pull that shit. Do you think we would have had the heart to trade fucking Demar Derozan? Hell, fucking no. Still got fucking done. I'm. Di- I'm just. I'm listen. I'm glad that he got traded. I am disappointed in how long it took. Last week was a fucking cry for help for the Raptors and shit like that on my side and your side as well and shit like that. Just because like it was, it was getting ridiculous. He still he was still on the fucking rock. like he should have been traded from like a like the, the same season we were talking about. Fred Van Lee should be off of this fucking team. he he, he left for nothing. They both should have been traded. We might have still been able to keep OG. Oh. you know what I mean. And like, you know, like who knows? Like, if it was a trade for to the fucking New York, like Fred to New York, we probably could have got that package. Or Pascal to New York or something, we could have got that package. Like, it's just like some of these players could have still been here through different circumstances and shit like that, while still keeping a, like a like a strength, like the the strongest part of our core. We had no leverage. I don't know. I think we created some with uh, Bruce Brown because of the fucking trade um, value and shit like that, but I just, I don't know.
1: It'll be a long, a long rebuilding
0: season, unfortunately. I think it's going to be, like, I don't think it's going to be long. Like, we already have a lot. Of, we literally just need centers, like, and I think we're good. We have depth now, we have um multiple players who could score twenty plus. Um, not that we didn't have that before, we just have them younger now. Like everybody most of the <laughs> most of these guys are under twenty five. I think outside of Bruce Brown. So our future is set. Which is, you know, a great position to be in. Um it just took forever to get to this point. And it took forever to pick a fucking direction. A direction that everybody already knew we should have went. Build around Scotty Barnes.
1: Yeah. But you know. Fucking trial and error at this
0: point.
1: What? Trial and at this point with their apps.
0: Yeah, the cost of the fucking franchise, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, the fucking Paris game, Brooklyn Nets and Cleveland Cavaliers. That could have been us. Could have been us.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Well, I don't have that much more to say. (laughs) Honestly, it's um, I don't know. It like the Raptors should have like the Raptors management should have just done better. Um we could have gotten better like throughout this time, but it is what it is. We got the most of we got like it's not like what we got back wasn't bad. Like considering the timing um of when we had to trade Siakum and the circumstances around it, considering what he said. This wasn't terrible. This wasn't like I've seen niggas like, oh, this is an A plus trade for the Raptors. I almost fucking threw my phone, bro. I was just (laughs) like, yo, like if y'all wanna lie, like by all means do that. This was, like, the only reason I give these... I, I would give these niggas a C plus because of timing. It took way too fucking long to do this. Like, way too fucking long to do this. Which is why you got what you fucking got. I just... I don't know. The OGN and OB... OGN and OBB+. Because that haul back was like, okay, like, we got that... We got some... We got... We got what we lost and some... Uh, Wasn't come to offense, defense. We didn't get shit back, um. But that could grow. That could I, that could end up developing with these guys, right? Like they're still like young as shit. Like OG took a minute to get to the point that he's at right now defensively, right? So, yeah. like we can't really judge these niggas right now and be like, yo, we lost stuff. It's like no, no. Like that could develop in time. OG yeah. took a long time to get to this point too. So it's like I'm. I'll give them that benefit of the doubt. They did really good with that trade. With Siakam, it's just like, bro, that that nigga should have been traded from like a year and a half ago. When I saw, when I saw him crying on stage and shit like that about like the trade, I was just like, I, I knew it was fucking you, bro. Like, I just, I knew it was that shit. Because, like, yo, you saw the emotion of him letting him go and stuff. And I understand that completely. Like, you know, by all means, like, that was your guy. Like, he watched him develop. You knew his family, this and that, yada, yada. But, like, I knew I was pointing the finger at the right nigga. I was just like, your tears are telling, brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, but, like, I knew it was genuine. Like, I knew the pain was genuine. I knew that hurt to do. Like I mm-hmm. like that's why I was saying when I was saying last week I was just like I know that hurts to do. Yeah, I can't imagine it not like you know what I mean being painful, but it's just like bro, like it's your fucking job. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let me get out of here before I start saying some other reckless shit. Like, now, whenever you're ready to call, so finally, sir. Sure. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Jurassic Pod Weekly Wrap Up. It's your boy Jaw. Your boy Evie.
1: Peace.
0: Easy.